0: I'd like to welcome everyone back to the Movie Business Podcast Series, which actually started uh, in early 2020. My name is Elon Haimoff. I'm a partner and a department head of the Profit Participation Services at Greenhouse and Jenks. And with me today is Professor Jason Squire at of the USC School of Cinematic Arts and editor of the Movie Business Book, fourth edition. Welcome, Jason. Thank you, Elon. Today, as we have done tradition as a tradition over the last several years, Jason and I together will be discussing predictions for the twenty twenty one year in connection with the film and television industry. So Jason, why don't you get things started? Where do you see well, twenty twenty-one looking like? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's pretty misty, pretty cloudy, the uh very cloudy crystal ball for twenty twenty one. In all seriousness, uh, everyone acknowledges that 2020 is a year for the record books um, in a negative way, Uh, disastrous for all businesses and a retrenchment all around. And entertainment is no different. Uh, Let's focus on entertainment for the upcoming year. There has been so much news, so much changing of business models that it's exciting, if you follow the field, it's um, uh, also, I would say, very stimulating for the executives involved in trying to uh, trying to stem the enormous losses that they all the studios and production companies will be taking for the year 2020. So let's look ahead and we categorize perhaps three topics: the ongoing streaming wars, management gambles. And a catch-all for everything else. So should I hit some uh, beats on the streaming wars, Elon? Yeah, please do. So the streaming wars are ongoing. Of course, Netflix, the veteran, is the superior uh, challenger. Uh, The good news at Disney is really a function of timing. They didn't know they had such great timing opening Disney Plus in November of 2019, two months before the start of the pandemic. And all companies that have streaming wars, especially Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, Peacock, uh, and now Discovery, which we'll get into in a second, are all pouring money into them for original content because everybody's watching at home. On one hand, it's a boon for subscribers in terms of more choices, and for creatives in terms of more job opportunities, but it is a challenge as far as where we are heading. So a couple of beats. First, that the studios at the same time, towards the beginning of the pandemic, decided to experiment and move some of their theatrical movies to streaming. Universal was the first in April, moving Trolls World Tour, which is Trolls 2, uh, to streaming. Disney moved Hamilton famously for the July 4th weekend, removed it from their theatrical calendar. Warner Media moved Wonder Woman 1984 to Christmas Day, day and date with theaters. And then the big bombshell of the Warner Media announcement of moving their entire 2021 theatrical slate to HBO Max on the same day that each one opens in theaters. This is historic. It's not only twisting or bending the traditional window uh, of exclusivity for theatrical, it is simply uh, smashing it to bits. So uh, there's a lot going on there.
0: Oh yes, and the theaters uh, didn't necessarily react positively to that news
1: which makes a lot of sense it is an absolute kick in the gut to exhibition and for those who have been following the industry for many years uh it's really uh, it, it's you, you just get stymied in my opinion it's a poor judgment it's simply incorrect to have your theatrical exhibition partners in uh, such a defensive position to begin with because theaters mostly are closed, more than half of theaters in North America and many, many, many theaters around the world are closed because of the pandemic. And then uh, in North America, they're hit with this new policy. It is uh, a dreadful policy and will only create more dismay and more antagonism between the traditionally antagonistic subtly uh, distributors and exhibitors. It's quite serious. The, uh, and then, in terms of streaming, there are some new players coming up. They may be a little too late. Uh, the reason why Warner Media apparently is doing all of this uh, feeding of HBO Max is because they are really behind the eight ball in terms of subscriber numbers. So it's turned from a theatrical grossing race to a subscriber number race. So that is the watchword. Uh, Netflix subscribers are just fine at 195 million worldwide, a low churn, so they keep most of them. Disney Plus just announced a uh, really higher than expected number worldwide of 87. HBO Max, only about eight to nine million with another 28 million eligible via HBO. So they are suffering. So this seems to be the reason for Warner Media to shift all of the theatrical product online. Looking forward, of course, we also have Peacock, uh, which is in place at around 26 million subscribers. Discovery is going to be opening in 2021, and Paramount Plus. And uh, if I can, I just make a, a beat about Discovery Plus that starts January 4th. Yeah that um, this includes HGTV, Food Network, TLC, OWN, Animal Planet. And for anyone who has a cable subscription, this sounds pretty familiar. So this bundling on the part of Discovery Plus is a clue as to where I think streaming is going to be bundling more, frankly, starting to look a little more like a cable subscription um, so that in my view, This bundling will also occur with other services targeting narrow demographics, such as uh, a history streamer, a fitness streamer, a beauty streamer, uh, and maybe even one for curated self-expression beyond uh, YouTube. So because streaming cuts out the intermediary, some, I believe, will falter along the way. Uh, There are going to be too many candidates in 2021. And uh, it's really going to be a horse race.
0: So it sounds like the war isn't going, the war will intensify in 2021. Exactly right.
1: Yes. And the issue is um, among the subscribers, who wants to stay? The thing about streaming is you can join and leave whenever you want. Uh, the, uh, The question is, who stays? And once theatrical returns, which in my view is another year away. Uh, how much will that affect the habit that's established during the pandemic, the habit of watching on your streaming channel? Then there's a question of cost. To accumulate even more streamers on your smart device, uh, how much more money will you be asked to spend? So all of these uh, questions going to be fascinating to watch how this is resolved. Agreed. So should we turn to management gambles? Yes. So some of these already have been management gambles, of course, in my view, as you can tell. I'm really negative about Warner's blanket decision for all movies to be on HBO Max, uh, same days in theaters. And I believe, frankly, that in 2021, they will kind of shift after all of the messaging comes in from their exhibitor uh, associates, uh, the ones who they have to do business with and they rely on for grosses post-pandemic, in my view, they will start picking and choosing, instead of a blanket um, uh, setting of movies, uh, of all the movies, they will start withholding some of the bigger budget movies to have more of a stronger position in theatrical, much like uh, a briefer theatrical window, if I may say, which is Interestingly, a deal that was made earlier this year between AMC Theatres and Universal, their deal, uh, again, a management gamble, but I think a good one, was to have their uh, movies exclusively in theaters for 30 days or 17 days, depending on uh, gross and cost of the movie. Um, 17 days being three weeks in theaters exclusively before Universal movie shifts to a streaming service. And of course, most box office grosses occur in the first three weeks. So that seems like where the industry will sort of even out in the next few years. And I do think that Warner's needs to review and just have another look at the uh, enthusiastic statement that uh, was a bombshell in the industry. So they'll tweak their blanket plans. Other management issues, Another watchword is consolidation. Sadly, smaller theater chains, smaller distributors downsizing or consolidating Uh, studios in general following the lead that they learned during the pandemic, although they do not announce those studio owning streaming services subscriber numbers movie by movie only on a quarterly basis um, when they're reviewing their uh, finances. Uh, Studios will continue to allocate more theatrical movies to streaming, even though they're developed in theaters. And I think that's part of the reason why Disney and Warners, for instance, shifted their management, uh, redid their management configuration into uh, at least two major divisions, one for content and one for distribution. Re- uh, eliminating the silos that have built up whenever a new format emerged I- during the last 30, 40 years. So uh, I think more studios will adapt the universal model of streaming uh, theatrically for three weeks and then doing day and date with, uh, uh, excuse me, I should restate the model of streaming and theatrical, but only after the third week of exclusively being in theaters will they go day and date with a streaming service? Um, So just to review, in my view, the best uh, way to proceed would be the universal model that starts in theaters for three weeks and then uh, shares the theatrical window with a streaming service window after that.
0: Sadly, also
1: more, yes, go on.
0: So really, what I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, the Warner team may need to pivot and and adapt and adjust uh, as we slowly but surely get out of the pandemic uh, and theaters begin to operate, uh, reverting to the universal model, as you say. That's, that's my sense of where
1: it's all going
0: to be played
1: out. And as you've already um, noticed, it would be, Uh, At the end of 2021, when some of the bigger movies had been slated, some of the bigger Warner movies had been slated for theatrical only. Um, So uh, let's see whether they whether they rethink their program over the next uh, nine months. A couple more beats under management. Gamble's more layoffs, sadly, more people working from home uh, who will not come back in 2021. Uh, MGM, in my view, will be in play as it has been before, uh, or start their own streaming service. They have a fabulous library, including the United Artists Library. Another choice might be uh, for uh, turning to Lionsgate, that Lionsgate could be purchased by some, uh, you know, some larger company like Netflix or even Apple, if Apple is really serious about their content business. I'm not quite sure that they are. So the net impact is another sad Christmas uh, of 2021. Even though even if more theaters open and allow more capacity, the business really won't return to the new normal until uh, 2022.
0: Fascinating. Anything else that uh, comes to mind, Jason?
1: Well, a couple of unrelated beats under, you know, everything else. I think that there will be a return to net neutrality, which in my view is a really good thing. Uh, The breakup of Facebook on the horizon, the government has already announced, uh, will be interesting to follow and I think will result in divestiture of some of their major holdings. Uh, Can Google and Amazon be far behind? I don't think so. I I think they will be uh, uh, targets of uh, regulatory review. Um, Then there's the question of some kind of liability insurance for movies uh, must be developed. I'm sure there are a lot of conversations in order to mitigate COVID losses. It's a tough thing to devise, but... Producers need more confidence and uh, terms of insurability uh, and all this comes under uh, liability. And frankly, finally, more inventive content due to the pandemic. Some YouTube amusement will take hold and become, as it sometimes does, enormously popular in an unexpected, on an unexpected level. So for content, it is a, an exciting year to look forward to for Um, movie going we need to be more inventive as consumers and really seek out a lot of the product but there's so much more product to do and you just feel of course with the vaccines on the horizon that we are leading to a a new um, more positive era uh, starting later
0: in 2021 this is thought-provoking Fascinating, and at the same time exciting, especially on the content side. I was just, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm the producer, if I'm the talent, maybe this is the time that uh, things are just going to get busier for me. So with that, I uh, I actually wanted to uh, thank you, Jason, in particular, for all of the effort that you put in uh, in our podcast series. I wanted to wish you and the audience a hap- happy holidays and a happy new year. And we'll check back in later in 2021 to see if these predictions have come true. Thank you, Thanks Jason. so much, Ilan. The same to you and everyone
1: supporting the podcast. Everybody be Thank safe. You. Thank you.